Welcome to the post-week 14 Sunday night edition of the PFF forecast. You're welcome. This is going to be, this is going to be an absolutely glorious episode. So thank you for tuning in. Let us rock. What did we get wrong last week? We got Houston. That was basically it. Houston was a was a tough one. I feel really bad for Deshaun Watson. It's if you watched any of the Houston game, you would notice Deshaun Watson repeatedly fighting for his life, <laughs> and he actually came out on a play because he got absolutely like speared in the yeah. stomach on a play. I mean, we had so we had Denver. We had Drew Locke, a little spunk. We even talked about on the show last night. And then this morning we talked about how, you know, Bridgewater against teams like that has kind of struggled and that mm -hmm. sort of came to fruition. We had Dallas minus three. Mm -hmm. um, yep. We had Arizona. We were going to make Arizona the lock of the week if that was open, but it wasn't. And then they opened it the Giants. up. Dude, the, the Cardinals didn't even play well. No, they were terrible. We got roast, I got roasted on Twitter the other day for being like, look, all this Joe Judge's Coach of the Year shit is going to go away when they're 5-10 and 10 in two weeks. Well, the, Arizona played like dog shit today. And the football they, team. They beat them by Resilient. like 16 points. Um, we had Indy. We had Philly, mm -hmm. to your point. Mm. I, I was late to the – well, not late. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's keep rolling here. I think you're getting to where – we need to get to. And then I emphatically said this on both shows last night and then this morning. Uh -huh. what, Buffalo. What pray tell? Well, Buffalo. Why should you be saying here? Well, Buffalo was the, was, was the easy, easy button today. And it was because the Steelers just can't. The Steelers aren't good. Brought, I brought something. Uh oh. Oh no. Brought a little something. Oh Jesus. Who's <laughs> gonna? Brought a little something because. Oh, Casamigos. My good buddy George Clooney provided me with, uh, you know. Yeah. Well. A little something. A little something. Are we toasting the Chiefs now? Ninety-five percent to be the one seed, or what? Just one drink in honor of Colin Coward. Just one. Just one tonight. It's late. But uh, just want to toast. Cheers. Steelers fans. To all the people who called us idiots. To the, to the people who said that if the Steelers went 16-0, and they would be favored, favored against the Chiefs in the AFC title game. Almost. To all, the people, to all the people who said... When we responded, they're not going 16-0 and with, you guys are just a bunch of haters. To Bud Dupree, by the way. I hope, it, I hope the recovery is going well, by the way. Um, <laughs> I do, actually. I actually really do. I actually do. Recovery Look, but, is going you know. well. but, but no, here's what I'd like to say. Steelers fans, good game. Valiant effort. Good try, good effort. Also, you lost to Alex Smith. And now what I'd like to do is I'd like to power rank the, the AFC. AFC. Okay. While I sip on George Clooney's fine yeah. Reposado tequila. 
Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, bar none, by a mile. Yeah, but they lost to the Raiders. Oh, wait, every team has lost before this year. Oh, that's Interesting. funny. Losses happen. Losses happen. Oh, wow. I've forgotten. Wait, wait a sec. They've played... They were down by 10 to Miami today. Did you know that? Oh. They were overrated for a wait minute. Wait a sec. But the Steelers were down to RG3 just like 10 days ago. Mm. The Chiefs are number one because it doesn't matter how many points they're down. They come back. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why they're does, number one. Does, does Mahomes have the glute strength to come back from double digits? He has much strength. Okay, number two. As was foretold. By? On the forecast. The Buffalo Bills are the second best team in the AFC. This, this strength goes to Josh Allen. Your, his improvement this year is awesome. Well, but it's not the, even Josh Allen. Josh Allen played like horseshit in the first half stop, of this game. Okay, yes, he did not start but out know, well. But you know what the Bills did? They said, we spent a first round pick and a number of other picks on a prime wide receiver who can get open in less than two and a half seconds, and they spent the entire third quarter telling Josh Allen, you get rid of that fucking ball in two seconds, and Diggs had no one around him. Diggs, Diggs was adhering to social distancing the entire third quarter of that game. Here's what I will say about Josh Allen. He got dogged for two years for being inaccurate. Which he was. Which he was. Okay. He didn't play well to start the game. You know what Josh Allen has? He doesn't give a fuck. And that's, that's why he was able to come back from being inaccurate for two seasons, work on his game, and recover. Mitch Trubisky got dogged and has crumbled into a total, you know, nobody. He's not going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL anymore. Um, so kudos to Josh Allen. Bills are number two. Number three, I think the Tennessee Titans are the third best team in the AFC. And here, here's the reason why. Once you get past the Bills and the Chiefs, you're looking for teams that, if they do the right things, are really hard to beat. And the Titans have the ability, because A.J. Brown is, I would say right now, maybe a top five, six wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Corey Davis is a really good wide receiver, and Ryan Tannehill is a top seven or eight quarterback. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you're just asking questions about, like, who do you bet on? And I would bet on, obviously, Kansas City right now, the odds are so terrible at this point. Um, but I would still probably bet, I would still probably bet Kansas City at, like, I mean, they're going to be below plus 200 at this point. Mm -hmm. And and I don't know if they're going to deserve that, but we would, we're probably going to have them at about 33%. So we're probably going to have them, you know, bright at break even there. Buffalo is going to provide good odds. Tennessee is going to provide good odds. Pittsburgh is just gonna. Pittsburgh's kind of dog shit now. They might be. They might be. They might actually offer value, except for I can't see them winning enough games in the in the playoffs. The the last one that I'll think about though, and they're a team that's not going to win their division. Mm -hmm. They're a team that had a lot of people written off, and I understand why. I would maybe put the Ravens in that position. The Ravens are the fourth best team in the AFC. Okay, well, they're not as good as the Titans, and and the reason they're not. At where the Titans are right now is because the Titans actually have put it together this year in games. The, the Ravens have not yet put it together, okay? They have not put it together. They have a chance to put it together against the Browns again. Mm -hmm. The Browns are, you know, I will get to them here in a second. The Ravens certainly have the potential, absolutely. And they deserve the recognition of being put all the way in the top five 
despite the fact that they're currently out of the playoffs. The fifth best team in the AFC. This is tough. This is tough. And I'm very curious who, who you will have here. I am going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I, I actually am taking Cleveland tonight at plus three. I, I think Cleveland's closer to Baltimore than people give it credit for, and here's why. I think Cleveland, when they hit all the easy buttons, is about as good offensively as Tennessee. Um, Kevin Stefanski is yeah. one you know of what's, the best You know what's true about all the, the um, you, know what's, you know what's true about all of these teams besides Baltimore? Defense, average, all of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, who cares? But who cares? Like, who cares if you can play? Look, the Steelers played a pretty damn good game defensively tonight. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter when you can't fucking score. Because eventually, well, and, the, the good teams are going to score on you. And how many... I mean, Stephon Diggs is going to get open against just about anybody. Mm-hmm. You know? And the tough thing with defense, and this is why this is why I said this about the Steelers, has nothing to do with, like, oh, I don't like this player, I don't like this player. No, no, it's a simple fact. It is really hard to sustain a defense. It's why I bet on the Niners to win less than fewer than ten and a half games because defense is super hard to sustain, and they're feeling that here in this in this season. Um, okay, now I'm I'm in a tough spot here. I'm looking for the sixth best team, and I'm deciding between the Colts, the Steelers, and the Dolphins. Well, I think the Colts. The Colts are better than the Steelers. Okay, I'm with you there. Colts and are better than the Steelers. So we'll go Colts at, at five. Or no, six. Is that where we're at? Yeah, the prob- and then I would probably put the, the Steelers ahead of the Dolphins only because the Dolphins are similarly weak offensively. They had a nice pop-up game today against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but a lot of that was garbage time and a lot of that was big play-driven. Um, Tua, Tua has played well this year, but it's it's kind of in that unsustainable. Like Tua's throwing a lot of lollipops that are getting caught. Yeah, and no, I, I'm I'm with you 100. I mean, I think um, the the Steelers lost a, to a very very good Bills team, um, and uh, the, the Dolphins came back against the Chiefs, but the way they let the Chiefs just roll 30 up in a row on them was not was not impressive. Mm-hmm. So there's the AFC standings. To you, good so here, uh, so so then the question is, okay, are you? Because I actually, and I write an article every single week about futures, mm-hmm. and oh, I've almost always, I bet some chief, I had some Chiefs, I had some Titans futures from earlier in the year at sixty to one, which seems like good value. I I have relented because there's been a decent amount of low hanging fruit on the futures market. I got some Washington at plus four twenty five to win the NFC East. Mm-hmm. I got them again at plus one sixty last week. Um, I got some Eagles not to make the playoffs a few times. I got some Cardinals to make the playoffs, um, and then some losses sprinkled in there, of course. But the the futures bet I've never felt good about putting a futures bet down on literally any other team in the NFL but Kansas City at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Is there at this point, the Bills have done it on the biggest stage. The value's probably sucked out of it. And as much as I like the Bills and as much as I consider them a poor man's Kansas City, the poor man part of it makes me wonder if the Bills can go all the way because Josh Allen is going to have halves. beat them at their own game. Well, but the Chief, he has halves like he had this week. And, if, here's the, and, and let's be really honest. 
if Big Ben didn't suck tonight, if he didn't throw a pick six at the end of the half, if he underthrow deep ball, by if he didn't underthrow deep ball and stuff, like uh, the Chiefs bury them. Yeah. Um, I think the Titans might have some value on the futures market. I yeah. I mean, the thing about the Titans is is people overreact to defense being bad, and the Titans defense. So among these teams, the Chiefs. Uh, the, yeah, the, Bills, Titans defense is the, the Titans defense is the worst by a yeah, country yeah. mile. They can't That's get pressure. Fair. They can't cover anybody. So so my problem is, is okay, if I'm going to be p- taking among a group mm-hmm. of good offenses with mediocre defenses at best, I'm going to take the best offense of the bunch, and that still is Kansas City by, I think, a sizable margin. Um, let's move to the NFC. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Oh, I mean, good on you. I what did what did what did Hertz grade today? We'll find out tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I don't right. It does know, get reviewed. I Bruce is going to review all the throws. So I, so he so so Hertz averaged about five yards an attempt. He was accurate on seventy one. I mean, he's not working with much, right? He did look very. He, when I watched the game, just anecdotally, I thought he looked he looked in command of the game, and. Um, you know, to a point where, like, remember how Taysom Hill played in his first game as a starter? We're all like super overwhelmed by, like, I thought that Hurts against a way better defense, right, than than Taysom had against the Falcons. I thought that Hurts looked in command of the game. He threw almost a pick six that would have put them behind, um, but for the most part, he and that was his one turnover worthy really play. I thought he was very much in command. I was, I he he impressed me. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say this. I don't think he threw the, you know, I think he has some room to improve, yeah. certainly. But what I was talking about last week is, first off, the NFC East is bad, okay? There's not a lot going on there. I know we like Alex Smith. Alex Smith is not doing a whole lot I mean, lot the, for the Washington right football team is over 70% to win that division. The Washington football team is a good team. Because of, because of... That's my point about the Jalen Hurts stuff was like the Washington football team has always been the best bet in that division for the past six weeks. Yeah, and the reason is because, I mean, we saw a defense today. Granted, it's San Francisco, but that's a good play caller. And a quarterback who has thrown, as they said on the broadcast, he's thrown for over 200 yards in every single one of his starts. He's garbage, but somehow yeah. Shanahan's able to get that out of him. The, the Eagles are still not a contender in the NFC East. They are, however, a, a, a they are, however, a compelling football team. Would you be Would you watch any of the next three Eagles games if Carson Wentz was starting? No, no absolutely not. No. You're going to watch the Jalen Hurts games now. What's the score? What's the score of the Saints game if Jalen Hurts? Uh, it's like seventeen three. Yeah, here's yeah, like the Saints win. Here was the dramatic difference. The dramatic difference was when you watched the Eagles on offense this week. Instead of every time they drop back to pass, you expecting a disaster, yeah. there was confidence. There was some command to the game, even if it wasn't brilliant. And I, you know what it did? Doug Peterson was going for fourth downs left and right, and there was confidence on those plays. They, they scored a touchdown on one of those fourth downs because they actually said, oh, you know what? Like We're confident in our quarterback to put the ball in a place where his receiver can catch it and not the other way around. Yep. So the, the, the running component cannot be underscored and he was accurate for the most part today so they i mean you said they're not a contender in that division they weren't they actually have a 
a chance now. Yeah, I mean, they're like, they're what? Plus seven, plus 800 by the time it's all said and done? But, but let's not act like the Washington football team is the greatest thing since sliced no, bread. Oh, no, but, you know? but look. The, Chase, Chase Young is. If you had to pick one defensive lineman uh, to start a team with right now. Aaron Donald. How old is he? He's a 30 or so. No, he was 2014 was his rookie year. So he's probably like 29. Does does Chase Young at what 21, 22 not compel? I think I think defensive linemen age fairly well, right? Yeah, like you look at some I, I agree. But Aaron but, Donald is twenty nine. He's also a freak. Yeah. But but okay, who's number two? Chase Young's in the conversation. Chase Young making what he makes is a very good value. Let's right. put it that way. Yeah. Um but yeah, so you look at the Eagles. Eagles go to Arizona next week. That's certainly a winnable football game. Arizona is not very good. We talked about when when Steve was on the uh, Football Night in America. You know, the Vikings were for the briefest of moments, by the way, Vikings fans, in a playoff spot, right? And and but we had them as less than fifty percent. We had Arizona as more than fifty percent. And he, you know, explained I think pretty nicely that we, you know, Arizona's schedule coming up is fairly easy. Yeah, Minnesota, starting with the Giants, Minnesota freaking stinks, which yep. we saw that today. Um, they they outplayed. Tampa by the way, Bay. they should have covered. Yeah, that they game outplayed easily. Tampa. They, yeah, that was a game we actually liked Minnesota, and, and we didn't get there. But the the um, thanks, Dan Bailey. Yeah, I mean, but the, but that's what bad teams do. Bad teams miss extra points. Bad teams miss field goals. Bad teams give up eight times as much pressure as their opponent, literally. But so so you go with okay. So Philadelphia here at Arizona, probably a seventy thirty game with Wentz. It's probably a sixty forty game now with Hurts. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I can get compelled there. Then they go to the Cowboys, who like we talked about this on the show. Dalton has not been great. But he has not been a disaster for about a month. Going to Minnesota with, to get a win. Um, their last two games where they didn't cover, but like he played okay. And then today they played a professional football game against the Cincinnati Bengals. A non-professional football team. Yeah, and and covered the number. I, think, I don't think the Eagles are going to have a super easy, easy uh, opportunity in Dallas. And then they have Washington. No, but they're the favorite in that game. On the, I don't know. What do you think of that? What do you th I would say the spread of that game is probably Dallas minus two. I would make it a pick. Okay, and then and then and then the football team goes to the Eagles. Here's my thing about Washington, though: if Alex Smith is legitimately hurt and they then, have to play with Haskins, Haskins is a disaster. He almost threw an interception to like throw that game away yeah. today. He just can they put Chase Young at quarterback? I don't know. But so I would say this. I think it's interesting. Chase Young was an absolute man-child today. And I think if you're starting a team with a defensive lineman right now, you're picking between Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, and Chase Young. Yeah. Like, that's how good he has been um, and how talented he is. The, the interesting thing about the Washington football team is that they're so anemic offensively that they're never – like, the strength of their team – is always going to have it, it's going to show itself in very close games but you can still be the better team and lose really close games you know they're never going to run away from anybody um and jalen hurts has an x factor that none of those other quarterbacks have right so if things are not working around either alex smith or andy dalton it's a you have no chance in that game right Jalen Hurts can have a bad game. The rest of it, you know, his offensive line can be a disaster. You still got a chance because he has that athleticism and the ability to run the ball. Right. I, I, the Eagles are now actually a team that I would watch on television for something other than the comedic relief. Yeah. Kudos yeah, yeah. to Jalen Hurts, a real quarterback in Philadelphia. 
that that second round pick looks like it might have been a shrewd move. Yeah, people who are ranting and raving about it. Okay, um, are there any other storylines that we need? Yes, I need to ask you this. Did anything about what Mahomes did today worry you? No. Dolphins are a good defense. Through three interceptions. Yeah, but no. Although they made big plays, which was something that was lacking in their offense for a few weeks, mm -hmm. they converted in the red zone fairly well. The interceptions were somewhat fluky. Interceptions it took a 30-yard sack. Yeah, I mean, no. I also thought the defense played a lot better than normal. Like, they got it. They, they made... Was, was that... Was that Kansas City's defense, or was that just... I'm not sure two was ready for the bright lights quite yet. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I'm not I, I think I think Tua... I think Tua has been very encouraging. I think he, he's not necessarily been very good. I think, I think Herbert's a quarterback who has maybe crossed the threshold of being decent, um, as well as being very encouraging. I'm not worried about Patrick Mahomes at all. Not in the slightest. As I, long as he's healthy. Yeah. It, but they're playing, they're ironing out a lot of things. So Mikul Hardman had like a 50 yard game that he fumbled on. You know, know. Fumbled on. He, you know, uh, the interception, the Xavier Howard interception, like that's a 1% play. Um, they had a tip ball with Eric Rowe, and they still overcame and, and won convincingly. Okay. They, they were had a 30 they scored, lead. I, I was I was waiting for you to, to, to say, like, not, I'm not concerned. I'm actually like the fact that they rolled up 30 straight after going down 10 nothing is why this is the only team with a real like a legitimate shot to win the Super Bowl. Like everyone else is hoping and praying things break their way, right? For the Chiefs not to win it, they've got a something bad has to happen. Mm -hmm. They are the most impervious to variance team on the that I have seen in a really long time. Like, I, can you name a team where you were less concerned when they went down by 20 than the Kansas City Chiefs in, in the year of our Lord, 2020? When was, I mean, Brady's Patriots at their peak wasn't even there. Yeah. Um, no, I, Brady's Patriots at their peak were doing these things. Like, right, like the, 20, the, the 2017 Patriots lost a road game on Monday Night Football to the Miami Dolphins mm -hmm. when that the quarterback was Jay Cutler. Like they they always had these stinkers, right? Like they the Patriots lost a game to the Jets in Week 16 that cost them the one seed in 2015. Like they, they the Chiefs are 12 and one. They've been winning these games where people are like, oh, they're not like convincing. You watch that game. Like Frank Clark got a fucking sack for the first time in like a month. It seems like Michael Dana had a good game. They, like they had some components have, to that game. That were good. I have a news flash for you. People don't watch games. They they watch the score. They drink and and eat some food and catch a few plays and then look at the score, and then watch talk show TV. Who are talked about by people who also look at the score. Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, they didn't cover the number. They haven't covered five straight games. So you know, betters are pissed. They're five and zero oh in that time span. They got through on our teaser, though, thank God. Um, and that's why people go, "Oh yeah, there, there's you know, there's holes in the the armor of the Kansas City Chiefs." Who has? Uh, let's let's group the teams that could. How how would you phrase like has a chance against the Chiefs? Would it be like within a touchdown? Like you'd make the spread less than a touchdown? 
How many teams are there out there that you'd make the spread? Well, if less Breeze than a is playing, like so this week, Kansas City. Well, I mean, I'm going to throw, I'm going to give it away a little bit, but right now New Orleans is plus four at home to the Chiefs. Um, yeah, but I'm not asking you what the spread is in next week's game. I'm asking you like. Yeah, so it's probably plus three or less in like a super in a in a, well no I, it wouldn't be would it I mean the well yeah, at, a, at a neutral site I do think New Orleans is probably plus three and a half plus four I do I, I think do. the I think Pittsburgh is probably now in that five and a half six range I mean here's the thing so somebody was asking me wait are you serious Pittsburgh is. If the Chiefs are less than a touchdown favorite against Pittsburgh, then I, all of my... Well, so in Kansas City, I think it's probably seven. Okay. But what we were talking... I was talking about this with a, with a friend. It was like, um, they were like, well, why have things shifted so much? I go, well, look, like the, the Chiefs... So somebody was like, well, how do you have the Chiefs four points better than any other AFC team? I go, well, look at the spreads. Like when Buffalo hosted Kansas City earlier in the year, the Chiefs were five and a half point favorites. And now... Fast forward, like Chiefs haven't gotten any worse, and you know the the Steelers and then the Bills haven't gotten any better really, and the the and Buffalo is minus two and a half tonight, minus two depending upon where you shopped. Like, the, it's a substantial difference between the Chiefs and anybody else. I I would say I'd put it at Green Bay because of the quarterback. I would put it at probably Buffalo still. And maybe, well, it wouldn't even be Tampa, would it? Because Tampa no. was my, my... No, here are the teams. It's Buffalo. It's Green Bay. It's New Orleans. That's it. And those teams don't... Like, those teams are, are more than a field goal easily, probably in the five to six and a half point range. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, because because with the AFC teams, you're always adding the the three with Kansas with being in Kansas City at this point. With the NFC teams, so for example, Tampa's three and a half, so they're probably six and a half on a neutral. Let's say in the Super Bowl, um, I think Green Bay is clearly clo closing the gap. I think New Orleans with Breeze. I mean, but you have home field this week. Home field has been significantly yeah. reduced, though. It, it's not that many teams. It's very few. Okay. Uh, should we move on to this week then? Sure. Let's do it. We've got some Saturday games. So we're going to go oh, yeah. Thursday and then two Saturday games, and then we'll chunk them into the Sunday games based on good and bad. Thursday night football is the Los Angeles Chargers in Vegas to face the reeling Raiders. I have the Raiders as four and a half point favorites at home. I have the Raiders as two and a half point favorites at home. Oh, a little bit of crossing three here that doesn't happen that often the raiders stink they they are not i know good. i know they just got i knew that they just won maybe against the freaking jets but maybe it was maybe there's something to having to be, beat the jets by I more than it was like, going to be kind of close against the colts it was not that close no it was close for for a half and then uh, jonathan abram is is honest to god one of the worst first round draft picks i've seen in a long time it's not great laquan treadwell caught a touchdown today for atlanta he's a better first round pick than jonathan abram has been Wow, that is a bold take right there. Uh, I saw three. What is it? BetOnline.ag uh, here. I'm gonna, hold on. It is three. There it is. So we split that one, I guess. Or maybe you're closer. Would you say two and a half? Two and a half. 
Um, yeah, I mean, obviously guessing this before, I thought I'd be more inspired by what the Raiders did no, against dude, the Colts. Dude, the Raiders and stink. I am, I like, am less. Raiders everybody, all the all the the Derek Carr is he the uh, quarterback there next year? He has to be right. Mariota was dressed today. They didn't play him though. I mean. So I was dressed. I don't think Carr's the problem. The problem is that they they literally are. The problem is that John Gruden can spin up a pretty decent offensive game every once in a while, and everything else falls apart around them. And they they can't win enough games to be like. They can't win enough games to be consistently contending. Honestly, I'm pissed that I have under seven and a half of them because they're going to get over that. And it's going to be because they randomly won some stupid game against L.A., randomly won the stupid game against the Jets. Like, they're fundamentally not a good team. It uh, feels like yesterday that the Los Angeles Lakers were lifting the Larry O'Brien trophy. It really does because it was, like, basically yesterday. But basketball is back, and so you get the great opportunity to bet on both basketball and football here it's the christmas it's a festivus miracle really is what it is and um you should go yeah you should go to DraftKings sportsbook to do so it is america's top rated sportsbook app for a reason um it's very easy to use and reliable and trustworthy and they've got a ton of really good stuff uh coming up for the 2021 basketball season tip off here's how it works use promo code pff and when basketball returns on opening night you can bet on any team and get a point spread of 75 points. So they're basically just giving you an opportunity to double your money if you use promo code PFF and then you're off to a nice hot start for the new year. Don't blow it all in one place. Be smart. Take that opportunity to actually make some money for yourself um, and uh, and have a little bit of fun. So the 75 point spread is, is there. That's really cool. There's also a bunch of odds boosts that they have every Sunday. Uh, for football games and now there's Saturday games too so Thursday Saturday Sunday Monday basketball it's the whole deal go make it happen DraftKings Sportsbook use promo code PFF for a limited time only so go make it happen now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app you must be 21 or older New Jersey Indiana or Pennsylvania only although Michigan's coming soon restrictions apply see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT all first-time depositors at monkeyknifefight.com that put in at least $20 are going to get a free PFF Edge annual subscription so long as you use the promo code PFF when you sign up. And that means that you then get $20 to spend at monkeyknifefight.com playing fantasy sports or daily uh, fantasy sports or prop games. Uh, it's one of the fastest growing sites it's really cool they have great merch too sean watson rocks it and if the sean watson rocks it then you know it's certified uh monkeyknifefight.com 20 dollars first time deposit with promo code pff and you get a free pff edge annual subscription that's such a ridiculously good deal it's a 40 dollars subscription you get it basically through the end of next season that includes all the draft stuff all the off-season fantasy stuff that you need go make it happen monkeyknifefight.com Bunch of good stuff happening at pff.com. If you are looking to give someone a gift or get a gift for yourself, especially if they're a gambler, you are in luck here because uh, with promo code ACTION, which is A-C-T-I-O-N, when you buy a PFF Elite subscription, you're gonna also get 
an Action Network Action Pro subscription for the same price as what a PFF Elite subscription normally is, which is $200. So go to pff.com, use that promo code when you buy a PFF Elite subscription, the promo code is ACTION, and you get basically a free $100 subscription. So it's a great Christmas gift for yourself or someone else or both, doesn't matter. Um, but if you're looking for something that is maybe a little cheaper, there's plenty of stuff there as well. Um, the PFF Daily Betting Podcast obviously is great. You should check that out every single day, especially with all the um, college games uh, coming up. Ben Brown does a great job on that. Eric and I are on there every Saturday night. Uh, ben and I hit it every Monday nights. So it's a great time. And then the Chris Collinsworth Podcast with Richard Sherman. Uh, I'm really interested to see what Richard has to say this week. Uh, he always has some really interesting takes on how things work. He sees it from a very different angle, and he's out there in Arizona. So it'll be a good time this week. Go download those podcasts. And then the newest podcast is the NFL Daily Podcast with Sam and Steve. You're used to their 120-minute slogs, but now you get them for 10 minutes. And it's nice and pleasant. They hit one topic. They're in. They're out. It's a good time. Um, they have some really good analysis. So go check it out, the PFF NFL daily it's five days a week every single weekday wherever you get your podcast buffalo in denver on saturday this is the earlier saturday game i have the broncos uh why don't you go first you i have? have the broncos getting four and a half at home wow okay i had the broncos getting seven uh do you see it up i don't see it because we just got finished with this game here what was it before the kickoff tonight? Before kick, it was four. I'm way off here. Obviously, I like well, the Bills. Denver has the one remaining home field advantage, really, which is the altitude. Mm -hmm. um, people overrate defense on the betting markets. And Buffalo's not that great of a defense. And I, I did think Denver would be okay today. Like, you know, they haven't been a complete nightmare when Drew Locke keeps the the freaking bus on the train on the track yeah. so yeah i still kind of like i mean no i'd lay it with buffalo yeah like the that. tough thing is the bills coming off such a huge victory there's also that scares me a little bit well um, what does buffalo really have to play for at this point they're two ahead that's the thing. of miami with and miami's not favored in any of their games moving forward well they might be now and this is the classic this is the classic Drew Locke yeah. finished strong part of the season. Yeah, so Miami, we had them prior to this week not favored in any of their games, but there's a chance that they're going to be favorites against New England this week. But Miami has a far tougher road. Buffalo doesn't really have a ton to play for. They, the, the, the reason that tonight's game had so much leverage for the one seed is that Kansas City has a win against Buffalo mm -hmm. early in the season. So if Buffalo were to ever like challenge for that 13-3 like, in Kansas City would fall off, you know, the Chiefs basically have to lose out and the Bills have to win out for them to get the one seed, and that's just not likely, you know. So, and Buffalo's basically got the AFC East sewn up, and you know maybe now they can buy for the two seed, which might be meaningful. Yep, I, I think it's it's hard for them, but to less get. so than it was previous years, right? Like the two seed means less than it was. I think it's hard for them to get uh, super juiced for this game. The Saturday night game is Carolina at Green Bay. I have Green Bay eight points better. So see, Carolina. this is where you're sharper than me. I have Green Bay minus eleven and a half. And the the betting market is minus eight and a half. Hmm. I, I think you at least have to tease Green Bay down to two and a half here. I agree. I like Green Bay as a teaser quite a bit. All right, I'm, I'm going to write that down here. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just, dude, he's awesome. Well, but here's the thing: 
They didn't cover this week. I know. It, but, our, our teaser of Kansas City Green teaser, Bay was perfect. Our teaser was covered beautiful. the original, but they covered the tease. The um, the defense for the Packers leaves a lot to be desired, and I think that that is, you know, that puts them on the same plane as Kansas City. The obviously, what I think Kansas City does better is they have a lot more weapons on offense. You know, the, the Green Bay has one really super good weapon, whereas Kansas City has probably two or three. Carolina played without DJ Moore today. That was, um, I mean, he's really good, but for them to keep up with Green Bay, I just, I don't know, man. Carolina is not going to do anything to Green Bay that's going to keep Aaron Rodgers from continuing the revenge tour. And mm-hmm. there's because Mahomes threw three interceptions today, whether we agree with it or not, that is going to be seen by people as the door opening for Aaron Rodgers, the MVP train, and uh, they're going to press that down hard in Green Bay. Okay, moving to Sunday. I think, by the way, you think Rogers? I think Rogers has a case to be the MVP at this point. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if he wins it over Mahomes or or if he should, but I think he certainly has a case. Absolutely, it's those two. Uh, Deion Sanders tweeted out today that the MVP of the NFL is Derrick Henry. So there's that. Take that for what it's worth. Yeah, I have four really good games on Sunday. I don't think I missed any. Yeah. Okay, first one. <laughs> Just because Dion wouldn't have wanted to tackle the guy when he played doesn't mean he's the MVP. Dion would have totally did a he made it some business decisions. Let's just put that. I love Dion creates great content. Um, Seattle at Washington. I have Washington uh, as a six point underdog. I have six and a half. Um, it's four and a half. Holy wow. shit! Hmm. What do you make of that? I think people think Seattle sucks. And when, well, by the way, what what do we know about Alex Smith? I, that's what I was wondering. How is like, there even a lineup? He that that I didn't look it, good today, did it? I the the word was it's not serious. So but they just they literally like put their they we were doing this they stuff put for them on the ice. Yeah, we were we were doing the probabilities for Kanaki, and it's like that game mattered a lot. And yeah. you had fucking Dwayne Haskins out there throwing. <laughs> just YOLO passes out there? I think this number's off. You you want to lay it with with, uh, with with Seattle? With Seattle. Okay, let, let me let me let me rationalize it for you. you okay. Ready? I mean okay. it would so, make if the Seattle Seahawks were a normal good team, yes. Okay. So so the Washington football team beats Pittsburgh on a Monday night, right? Mm-hmm. After Pittsburgh played on the prior Wednesday, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh drops five passes, and Pittsburgh just isn't that good of a team. Okay, right. they're fine, but they're nowhere near. That's not as impressive as a win as as a lot of people prop it up to be. They then go and they beat Nick Mullins, and may God rest Nick Mullins' soul in peace. Nick Mullins is going to be an offensive coordinator that is a hot head coaching candidate in about six seasons. Okay or seven seed, or however long he manages to hold on to a backup job. Um, but that's his future. So I think you could make a really strong case for, hey, basically every NFC East team kind of sucks, and people are getting way too excited about them because we're getting closer to the playoffs. They go, oh, like one of these teams is going to be in the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. Like the whole Giants thing, which was just a complete mirage. What was that? How did people get excited about the Giants? I think there's a few things contributing to it. One... 
Washington has some of the things that that people believe make Seattle have a problem, which mm-hmm. is they're very deep and very good up front defensively. Mm-hmm. It's also and that's and that's true. It's also a West Coast team traveling east to mm-hmm. play at one. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, that's that's baked into the number. It's not as big of a deal as it used to be, but it could be. Um, I think the other thing is that the total is forty three and a half because, like, look, the it's gonna be cold. The the football team has played basically pretty good defenses over the last bit here. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is flawed as they are as a team, pretty good defense. Yep. The Niners is flawed as they are as a team, pretty good defense. Pretty good defense yeah. Seattle is categorically not this. Um, you know, they they didn't give up much to the Jets in terms of points, but they gave up a lot of field goal opportunities. They gave up a lot of yeah. yards. And um, if Alex Smith is healthy, he also doesn't make mistakes the way like. Dude, if Dwayne Haskins is playing, I'm sorry. I, I, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. I'm I'm selling off all my all my I would Washington be, football I would team be shares. Watching Twitter very carefully to if you pick yeah. up anything that seems like Dwayne Haskins going to play, I would go bet this game immediately. Um, it's also the Quentin Dunbar revenge game. Oh yes. So there's that. I figured it would be a Ronald Darby event, revenge game because the guy's played for like every team in the league, but <laughs> it it actually isn't. It doesn't no, check out. Um, it's not. Okay, right, and that, that's one that's interesting. I don't think we can bet it, though, because we just don't have enough information. The quarterback okay. matters. Okay. Philly, Arizona. Where'd you have this one at? Ooh. I had Arizona minus three and a half. Okay, I had Arizona minus three. It is minus five and a half. Whoa. What did we both tell each other today at about 145? 145. Uh, oh, Arizona's garbage. Arizona sucks. Yeah. Arizona really struggled to be. Arizona was the lock of the week if we could have had a yeah. line on. Wednesday. And that was because the Giants are not a good football team. And people were losing their minds because Colt McCoy beat the Seahawks. And it turns out Colt McCoy wasn't playing that game. Daniel Jones was. He was clearly still hindered by the injury. That was a big deal for him. Um, but Arizona, man, like, without Kyler Murray being 100%, they lose so much of that offense. His ability to run the football and be the most athletic player on the field is a it's a cheat code. It it is. It's not hyperbole. And without that, they're in a real at a real deficit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they they did start to come around a little bit at the end of the game. Like they Hopkins, moved the ball fine. Yeah, yeah, Hopkins Hopkins made some plays. But you know where his running not his his ability to run helps them so much in the red zone. It does. They're also Kenyon Drake is just butt and they give him a lot of carries if this gets to six i do like philly i'm here for it i'm here for jalen hurts once again yeah in jalen hurts i stand i'm a little i mean you're coming over to my side buddy i'm welcoming you with open arms to the jalen hurts train we're on it. it's me it's you brett is on board yeah we've got darius butler there no, it's cool to see it. Um, it's cool to see it. Doing Very well. far away from Michael Salfino or Sarfino or Stupino. I don't know what the hell his fucking name is. Yeah. It's a loser. Got to kind of take that L, don't you? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. What's the next game? Uh, the next game is, uh, well, we'll do the Sunday night game first. <laughs> I can't believe this is the Sunday game. The game sucks. Game. I, don't I can't believe they went to this game. This tells you the power By the of way, the New York markets. We're betting this game. The power of the New York markets. I wish the Giants had shown up against the Cardinals. I wish. This game could be this game could be meaningless. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. If Washington beats Seattle, this if, game is like kind of. If Washington like, wins, this game is is pointless. Um, I have the Giants as a six point underdog. Yeah, I'm I'm at six and a half. The the actual thing is three and a half. So Cleveland minus three and a half is a bet. Oh my God! Really? Hi. Glory, hi! Wow. Where did you find this? Is this like BetOnline.ag? Currently. Yes. They watched I, the Giants today and said, I, "Yes, that's what the line." Should can you be. imagine? Okay, it could be a Colt McCoy revenge game. That's the one oh, that angle we haven't seen. The Young Way Koo revenge game, by the way, didn't work. Didn't work out. Uh, <laughs> Who could have seen that? Um, the, <laughs> but uh, but Daniel Jones, dude, can you imagine Daniel Jones trying to run away from Miles Garrett? For fuck's sake, that's. Can I tell you the perfect scenario here? Okay. Uh, Cleveland comes out against Baltimore. Baltimore figures it out. They beat Cleveland. Okay. Oh, they're not letting me bet this. Then it comes down. People get talk themselves into the Giants. Cleveland is a is an even shorter favorite on the road. Can you imagine? I still want to lay the three and a half. It's available some places. I, I would lay the three and a half, but can you imagine if it got to three, two and a half even? Oh my goodness. Is Kevin Stefanski working It's just against- really hard to go win on the road against the Giants, as evidenced by the freaking Arizona Cardinals at 6-6. Six and six. Kyler Murray's got half Four out of five out losses coming in and just they gave showing up, them the 50 states. The today. Cardinals give up half their plays by letting Kenyon Drake run into the middle of the uh, <laughs> offensive line. Okay, that, that's fantastic. The game that should be on Sunday night, one of the best games of the season. I am assuming that Drew Brees is back for this game. Uh, the line is being hung up there, as I, I would imagine, as if. Breeze is back? Yeah. It has to be. Okay. So, would you, you, I'm sure you assumed Breeze is back. What did you guess? This Three week? and a half. That's what I guessed. It's four. And it's trending upward. And that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. I mean, look, Breeze coming back from the, the ribs is not going to be in a really good spot. The, the defense is good, but... Defense doesn't matter. Like, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is, like, a good corner yeah. against, like, 28 teams. He's not going to be a good corner against what the Chiefs have to offer. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for uh, just to watch it. I don't think I can bet it right now, though. Yeah, I, I can't either. In large part because with Kansas City, I'm, I'm never worried they're going to win. Like, I'm never... I'm never sorry. I'm never worried they're going to lose, but um, they just do so many things where you know they'll have to end up coming from behind and winning late. And the Saints, the Taysom Hill experiment was fun, but it's over now. You know, like let's get back to playing real football. And they desperately need to win this game because getting home field matters mm-hmm. for them. You know, playing indoors. Yep. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, the Saints. Because if you go to the Saints and you go, hey, would you, what's the difference between you guys playing in the freezing cold in Green Bay versus playing at home in uh, the Superdome? Like, fans, regardless, doesn't matter. That's a huge difference for them and Drew Brees. So this game is massive because mm-hmm. they, they, they blew it today. You know, if they beat it, losing to the Eagles really screwed them for the one seed. And so they've got to do everything they can to, I mean, they, they're probably still screwed, but this would be a big one for them. Yeah, well, and so the the Saints are big time what fans? They're big time Titans fans. So that's really the the one game Green Bay has the chance to lose, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and that'll be a good game. Yeah. Um, okay. 
it might be likely that both teams are thirteen and three tied again, and Green Bay gets in on a gets a buy on a tiebreaker for the second year. Although that would require the, the Saints to beat Kansas City, which is which is less look, looking less likely. Okay, there are now a lovely amount of games where there's one team that is totally out of it, yeah. or both teams that are totally out of it. So this will be fun. San Francisco, Dallas. This was Sunday night. It's no longer Sunday. Excuse me, Sunday night. I have Dallas as a three-point underdog at home. A rematch of the NFC Championship game from 1992, 1993, and 19, Great year. 1994, uh, the last time the Niners won the Super Bowl. Um, I have Dallas minus two and a half. You were closer now. Is it, it is uh, – oh, wait, no, no. You no, had minus? I, I, I thought Dallas would be a short home favorite. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, no, they're not. They're a short uh, uh, home dog. Home dog. Uh, home dog. Yeah, yeah. It's plus two. I mean, those numbers don't. As we found out with Buffalo, Pittsburgh, those numbers are right. kind of fluid. But yeah, I don't want to bet Dallas here. No. Yeah. So, I, I have a. Re- there is a game in this group that I do want to bet, and okay. I think it's pretty. I was going to say I'm excited to find out which games within this group we we feel like bet. Um, and here it is. Chicago goes to Minnesota. I have Minnesota as a three-point favorite at home. I have Minnesota as a a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. You are right. I am betting – like, look, Minnesota is (laughs) – I'm sorry. Hold on. Can we pause for a second? You're very good at guessing numbers. Yeah. You knew that it wasn't six-and-a-half. Your cheeky ass was like, I know it's going to be three, three three-and-a-half. I know George will probably get this close close there. But I want a reason. For the season. And so you just boosted this by three and a half points. Minnesota is better than Chicago by a sizable amount, aren't they? You watch that Monday night game. They have a much better quarterback. Although Trubisky has not lost to Minnesota in since his rookie year. Like, the Foles thing does matter. Like, Trubisky is better than Foles. It it, it pains me to say it, but Trubisky does give them a chance. Mm -hmm. Um, He also throws the ball to the other team. At an enormous rate. So, Minnesota traditionally a pretty good home team. Minnesota also traditionally pretty good at kicking the shit out of bad teams. I also kind of want an emotional hedge because I have a ton of Minnesota, like, not to make the playoffs and stuff. And, you know, obviously... This is not emotional hedging for Eric, though. This is us trying to provide real analysis. Well... I mean, oh, but by, by the way, if you bet Vikings under nine and a half, you're welcome. Um, that cash today. So, but if you have Vikings not to make the playoffs at some even better prices, like plus 150, plus, you know, mm-hmm. like this could be a way to hedge against that, right? Very true. I mean, what do you, why do you think that, okay, home field advantage being a point, you think Minnesota's only two points better than Chicago? You think a win over Houston? requires us to reevaluate our thought processes that much. No, but I think both these teams are massively flawed. And so it's just a variance it's just parade? Like, there's no reason why Trubisky couldn't have another one of his games that he had today against a bad Houston yeah. team against Minnesota because Minnesota just... Minnesota is almost as bad defensively really as Really struggles Houston. defensively. They can't cover anybody. Um, Kirk played really well. I mean, the today, uh, Kirk played really well given the circumstances today. He moved yeah. around the pocket really but he, well. But he also, here's the other thing. Kirk 
pocket presence again continues to be a disaster and cleo mack was amazing today um so who's you know, akeem you know, hicks akeem hicks dominated the monday night game between the two teams before he got injured like yep. that's and and, and sean watson runs the football way too fucking much still deshaun like, watson is uh way more athletic than kirk cousins and yeah. he got beat up in this game i will say like i watched that game today and like you know, I wanted Tampa to win because, you know, it, it, there was part of me that wanted Tampa to at least win the game. I had some Minnesota to cover, but like, obviously, I don't think this is a playoff team and I kind of don't want them to be rewarded with a mm -hmm. playoff appearance. And so I'm watching the game and Kirk was under, Kirk was let down by the people around him today. Um, does that happen again against Chicago? Maybe, you know, and that and that's really what you have to worry about. like. They did not throw the ball to Justin Jefferson enough. Like, what are they doing? Like, yeah, I, the Dalvin Cook thing is is unbelievable so, to me. Let's look at the playoff picture here. The Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings are both six and seven. Outside looking in, Philly could beat the Cardinals, and then all of a sudden, these right. teams have a shot. So it's not as if, you know, both teams don't have something to play for. Now, given that, I would much rather have Kirk Cousins with something to play for than Mitch Trubisky with something to play for. So I, I don't know. I'm torn. I, I don't think this number is that egregious, though. Okay. Well, we'll lay off it then. Um, okay. Next up, I have the New England Patriots going to Miami to play the Dolphins. What did you have this at? Three and a half, Miami. I had Miami three. It's two and a half, but a little shaded towards. It's it's moving a little bit towards three. Um, I like Miami. Yeah, I do too. I the the problem is is you're getting you're getting Cam off. Oh, sorry, you're getting New England and Bill off of long rest. Long rest and Bill against Tua. But. Right, and we had that against Herbert just a week ago, and yeah. they shut his ass. What off. about the number of times that in this game they will mention Bill Belichick's record against former assistants yeah. and how that's dominant? New England has like nothing to play for. I I want to see like sort of okay, is Gasecki really injured? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Parker hasn't been as effective without um, you know, with two in the lineup. Ready for a little conspiracy? Uh oh. I think Bill. Bill is is secretly really happy to see Brian Flores having success because he's hurt. He's tired of hearing about how all the people that work for him suck. Ah, all right. Let's put Miami plus minus okay. three, minus two. And, and he gets it. They don't have anything to play for. They've got no shot to make the playoffs here. Okay. I don't know. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he lays down. I'm just saying like. Yeah, I can see it. Let's let's do it. Um. So Miami minus two and a half. Next up, Jacksonville in Baltimore. I had Baltimore minus 10 and a half. I had 14 and a half. It's 13 and a half. Trending towards 14. Wow. Yeah, that's probably fair, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not taking Jacksonville. Jacksonville, they 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 are competitive for a few games, and they have a game like today. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, that's why guessing this before today's game, I was like, ah, you know, they could be a little spunky. Yeah. And no. <laughs> not at all. That was not uh, the case by any stretch. I am very interested to see how Baltimore looks tomorrow. It is one of the more interesting Monday night games, right? The first game of the season, Baltimore comes out and just dump trucks Baker Mayfield and, and the Cleveland Browns.
And basically for Baltimore to make the playoffs, they need to win this game. This is a huge game for them. If they lose this game, it's, they've, got, they've got to get lucky, right? If they win this game, they can really control their own destiny. So it's a huge one for them. Um, and then you figure if they get on a roll, that's what, that's what Baltimore does best, right? And when they're up big, they can kind of dominate teams. I don't know if they still have that in them like they did last year, but uh, Jacksonville is that bad. All right, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. In Atlanta, what did you have this at? Uh, I had it at four and a half. Atlanta plus four and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have Atlanta plus seven. It's plus four. Whoa! Do we think Tampa... I actually like Tampa in this game. I love Tampa in this game. I, Tampa in a dome. Brady kind of, they can't rush the passer that well. Brady loves playing the Falcons. Brady graded really well today. Played well. All right. Let's put Tampa minus four in there. Come on. Minus four? The Falcons got to play Anthony Lynn and the poor Chargers, who have no idea what they're doing. It's like they learned the game, the rules of football yesterday. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, God, that's ridiculous. This is the get-right spot for Tampa Bay. Yeah. Detroit, Tennessee in Nashville. I have it Tennessee minus seven and a half. I have Tennessee minus seven. It is. Oh, Stafford's hurt. So there's no line. Oh, that's right. Stafford, like, you know, they, they put yes. Chase Daniel. If Stafford Chase Daniel is, got, got them through the back door yeah. at the end of the game. If Stafford can't play, this is what, 10 and a half? Oh, like, yeah, 11 and a half. Well, the problem is Tennessee's, Tennessee's kind of bad defensively. Yeah, and it's like Chase Daniel's a mediocre. Yeah, um, he's a good backup. Backup. It's like Nick Mullins in 10 years. Derrick Henry, MVP. A.J. Brown, dude, A.J. Brown is insane. He's Terrell Owens. He's so good. He's Terrell Owens. Yeah. And and who would you make DK then? They're both they're both kind of similar. Kind of TO like, yeah. The DK has better hands than both of them. DK drops passes though. Yeah, he doesn't drop passes. That kind of makes them TO like. They that's TO is a body catcher, right? Yeah. But they're both Okay, they're both TO. Then let's go with that. Cuz AJ Brown cool. doesn't have great hands either. He's a body catcher, but he's Dude, so open he all that, the time. He he drops some easy ones. I mean, the one-hander yeah. today was in Incredible. Yeah, but he's most. But he, if he you had to choose between the two of them, who would you take? Uh, AJ Brown. Man, I'm biased towards AJ Brown because I said AJ Brown would be better pre-draft. AJ Brown wore a Julio Jones jersey today, and then profound, and then went on to score a touchdown. Which both of them have shows, great shows you, swag, you know, though. Yeah. Man, it's hard. It's like picking your favorite kid. You can't do it. Oh, man, this is but if you're of, listening, uh, Maddie and Chloe. This is one of the toughest questions. I don't know who I would choose. Because DK has been a little better this year, I think. Um, but I'm not even sure that's true anymore because of what A.J. Brown has done recently. Right. I, will take, I will take DK because I think DK has more um, diversity in where he can win. I think okay. he's a little bit better down the football field. And that was one of the toughest things I've ever had to choose. I'll take both. Yeah, it's like picking <laughs> like, uh, like Ole Miss. Um, all right. Houston Indy. It's in Indianapolis. 
Uh, Houston now officially eliminated from the playoffs. That was one of the best tweets I saw. Uh, Fox tweeted out, Houston has been eliminated from the playoffs, and the photo was of DeAndre Hopkins. Nice. I have Indy as a four Hopkins half. better cool it because his team might get caught from behind by a right. bunch of dog shit teams right. in the NFC, by the way. Right. They're still better than the Texans. Um, I had Indy as a four and a half point favorite. Uh, you're going to be short here. Yep. I had Indy as a se- six and a half point favorite. It's seven. Which I kind of understand. I mean, look, Indy. Now, Xavier Rhodes got hurt today. I don't. I'm Why? sorry. I don't. Deshaun Watson is dramatically better than Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, Rivers in a dome against a dog shit defense has been fairly good this year. Today he was brilliant, I thought. Yeah. Wasn't he? He, he I mean, was. How, how much worse is Las Vegas' defense versus Houston? And, and the weapons for Yeah, but it's Watson, a division I know they just played two weeks ago. Like it, it's not, and it was Rivers really that good today? He, I mean, they played two weeks ago, and yeah, he was the if, third highest grade quarterback in the league. And if Deshaun Watson doesn't fumble a ball on the goal line, basically, they might win that game. Rivers had four big time throws, which led the NFL this week. Yeah, he was great. He had, but, but like I, I would say, look on that side of the ball, you don't have to be that worried about the the Indianapolis Colts putting up their end of the bargain. In which case, you're praying that the rest of the Houston team shows up to play, it, which has been a which has been a coin flip this year. Deshaun Watson is getting seven points. He was getting, or he was, he was, he, 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 all you had to do is pick the winner today against the Bears. Yeah, but the Bears got Khalil Mack loose a couple of times. They dominated up front. Do you think the Forrest Buckner's not going to be able to fuck around with that offensive line the way that they Justin nah. Houston? Oh, Justin Houston, come on. Justin Houston. Seven points? The better quarterback getting seven points? I, look, I, don't, I, think, I think that there's less to play for in Houston than people I, believe. Justin Houston, seven and a half sacks this year, by the way. 11 last year. Unbelievable. Your lack of dedication to Sean Watson is discouraging. I was, I'm perfectly dedicated. I'm just saying that I think the Colts are a little bit better. Like, we just talked about the Colts as what, a top six team in the conference? Yeah. Congrats. Jets, Rams, God help us all. This I said 16 Los and Angeles. a half. I said 16. We were both, I think, pretty on here at 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. There you I go. Mean, you- <laughs> Great. I mean, I'm not betting the Jets. The Jets are an atrocity. Yeah, they they had a streak there. Darnold is brutes, by the way. Let's they just like have a kicker. That's let's just do let's deep. do a little uh, question here. on the take. Uh, Carson Wentz, where is he next year? Actually, let me let me phrase it differently. You're the GM of a team that needs a quarterback. Where does Carson Wentz being your quarterback fall on your list of options for next season? Nowhere. It does not. Yes, no. that is the, the correct answer is Carson Wentz as my quarterback is not something I'm writing down on the, my list. Here, of what here's where the, the Wentz. So I don't know the specifics. We'd have to ask Brad or, or you have to have Jason on promote the cap or something. But like the right answer is the Osweiler thing, which is if you can find out how to do it. Yeah, Philly. if Philly wants to give me a first round pick, I will at least consider it. Uh, 
Notice, remember he got cut by the Browns? If you, if I drafted a rookie quarterback in the first round, I would consider another team giving me like a, a pick in the 40s or 50s to take on part of Wentz's contract if I was a long-term like the Browns at the time could not spend up to the salary mm -hmm. cap. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a far less far less um, frequent situation this year because the salary cap might be south of two hundred million. Mm -hmm. In which case, a lot of veterans are going to be cut, and a lot of teams with cap space are going to get really good deals on veteran players. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot less in the way of like, oh my God, we have a hundred yeah. million cap space. I mean, we have there, nothing to spend it on. There isn't a team like that this year because the teams that really really suck are gonna get quarterbacks but but even getting a quarterback in round one i feel like taking on so unless unless you 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 up the state like so for you look at some of these young quarterbacks the 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 year that the eagles went all in with wentz was year two mm -hmm. the year that the bills went all in with allen was year two and then event and then more they pushed more ships into the middle of year three uh mahomes was was year two with sammy watkins mm -hmm. and with uh, you know the uh, you know the uh, McCole Hardman and stuff like that. Um, year one is sort of like to year one is kind of that rebuilding that first year. Like there could be a team that might say, okay, I want to have Wentz around as a guy to eat up some salary cap space because we can't spend as much as we'd like to, and he can play in case my young quarterback is a complete disaster. Um, that's ne that almost never is the case. I mean, Alex Smith was one. Who else is? Tua was supposed to be that way, but they played him. So, right. are you saying that you wouldn't even consider him a starter? I would no. I would I would not consider Carson Wentz a quarterback that I that I that that is a long term starter for my team. I would consider him as part of a situation to. To better the future of your franchise. Yeah, but but it's hard because he's not a I mean, I can't remember what Osweiler was like, but basically what the Browns did was take a second round pick off of Houston and take his contract yep. because they could not spend yep. enough money at the time. The cap being lower, the the hard part is the Eagles are the Eagles are underwater in the cap right now. The the Wentz thing might be just like a uh, the the Eagles might have to give a first round pick for that thing to happen to get him rid of them. Yeah, uh, the only place that I can see him going is Indy because of Reich. But yeah, and Indy's very good with cap. Um, the only real big spend they've made over the past few years is Buckner, mm -hmm. right? And then Rivers, but Rivers, but Rivers is, a, is, yeah. is a low. You know, most of their players are homegrown or cheap veterans, like Justin Houston and Xavier Rhodes, and those kind of mm -hmm. guys are. Um, That's the only place I can see it, but I don't even know if, if Reich would want to do that. Well, what would you? So, so if you're Indy, so Indy, the 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 people thought that Indy were were going to draft Jordan Love at like 13 or 14, mm -hmm. right? And instead, they used that pick to get Buckner. Um, if they're not going to have a pick in that similar area this year, but let's say they're in like the mid twenties, do you do you think that they go with Trey Lance? You know, Brock no. Purdy. No, you know why? Because Carson Wentz is so fragile. Like if they brought Carson, well, Carson's got to know, man. He's got to know. Dude. This is bullshit. They, he has to know at this I'm, point. Like does, you're is, not an NFL starter. Do you have starter. a single sign that he gets it? Because I don't have one. I don't have one. From the way that he dresses 
to the way that he plays, it is an absolute. But then, what's the point? I don't know. I, I... Is the point just to like get you through? Because here's the thing with the Colts: like, what was the point of Rivers? The point of Rivers was to compete for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You're in, you're in second place in your own division, right? Yeah. Uh, last game, Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. I, I, I don't see it anyway. I saw it at plus 11.5 at some point. What did you guess? And that was what I guessed it at. Uh, I said 13.5. Yeah. I mean. Get right spot for, this, for our Steelers. Look, they're back. They're back. Uh, all right. This was a fun podcast. Uh, we will write up our favorites, and that will be out for you shortly, depending on when you're listening to this. Maybe it's already out. You can go check it out. Um, and uh, we'll be back to talk about some props later tonight. Baltimore and Cleveland should be a fun game. Anything else you need to hit on? I don't no, think so. uh, no Tuesday, was... no Tuesday night football this week. Oh, here's one last question I yes. want to ask you. What's the likelihood that we get to we? What's the likelihood that we stay with the same playoff format? We we talked about it as a short favorite mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. a week ago. Mm-hmm. Strong favorite. Yeah, I mean, I'm I was saying this on Twitter. Minus four fifty. I was saying this on Twitter, our friend Ethan Douglas, formerly Arrowhead Analytics, but he was saying, you know, the Chiefs could lose the one the bye if and I was like we both said this, like the NFL has had two really bad scares this year. Mm-hmm. And they were probably what, five, six weeks apart, mm-hmm. and they eventually swept all them under the rug and got through. I think the next one could be a playoff situation. And that would be tough. But I think that they're going to be proactive. I think that we get to week 17 and everything's We're, just like... They have scared um, teams enough, uh, I think, to make it through the season. And the playoffs, I do not think will be a problem. Yeah, I think by the time teams get to the playoffs, it'll be, it'll, the contingencies will be fairly stringent. By the time we get to the playoffs, the teams might have all been vaccinated. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, we, we don't even know. There you go. All right, we'll see you guys on Wednesday night. Enjoy the game. Peace out.